They say you have three names. The one you inherit from your family. The one your parents gave you. And the one you make for yourself. So create the brand of you. Find the job you've always dreamed of and make it yours by going to Irish Jobs, Ireland's online recruitment platform. Take control of your career. Visit irishjobs.ie and move up to the next level you. Irish Jobs. Make a name for yourself. An ill wind blows away the present and returns man's mind to the horrors of a world gone by. Listen to the weird circle. Speak again the immortal tale, the 415 Express. This is a report to the acting chairman of the East Anglian Railroad Company from William Langford, special agent. Return from Russia per your instructions to investigate one John Dwerry House and the matter of 75,000 pounds missing from the East Anglian Railroad. I learned that Dwerry House was preparing to leave Friday, October the 14th on the 4.15 Express to Claborough. I made plans to be on the same train by arranging with my friends, the Jelfs, to spend the weekend with them in Claborough. I arrived at London Station, and as I was standing just outside of the train... Diana. Diana Winter. Bill Langford. What are you doing here? The last I heard of you was when you were in Russia, weren't you? Very definitely in Russia. I could tell by the snow. I arrived back in London only last week. Bill Langford, I'd like you to meet my mother, Mrs. Winters. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Winters? Uh, how do you do? Uh, oh, my hay fever. Trains give me hay fever every time. Say, how's the Russian climate for hay fever sufferers? Just about the same as everywhere else. <laughs> Well, not like London. There ought to be a law against London winters. Where are you headed for, Bill? Claiborne. I'm going to spend the holidays with Pete Jell at his country place down there. His wife, Lydia, is in London just now. As a matter of fact, she's supposed to take the train down with me. Uh, do you know her? I met her last winter during the social world. Oh, then why don't you join us in my compartment later? Oh, I'd love to. What compartment will you be in? 42A. Really? <laughs> What's so surprising about 42A? Well, they usually don't use it. It's supposed to be, you laugh at me, but it's haunted. Nonsense. <laughs> oh, ghosts make me sneeze. <laughs> Tell me, how do you know compartment 42 is haunted? Well, they say a man was killed there ten years ago. His name was Jones. And his rather angry spiritual self is supposedly lingering around for the purpose of scaring people out of their wits. Oh, that's fine. Just fine. Our compartment's in the same car just up the line. I'll drop in and see you later after I get Mother settled. Yes, do that. Oh, gosh, I hope Lydia makes the train. Well, she probably won't. You're so right. Well, if you see the ghost, ask him to stick around. I'd like to meet him. Oh, don't. <laughs> see you later, Diana. We'd better get in. Goodbye. Well, it's going to be a dreary trip, me and the ghost sharing a compartment. Oh, uh, oh, hello. I didn't know I was going to have a companion in 42A. Something strange about a companion in 42A? No, it's, it's just that I expected to see a ghost. Oh. All aboard! All aboard! 
I missed the train. I was afraid she would. Mm -hmm. Did uh, you say something? No, no, nothing. Oh, by the way, uh, the name's Langford. Bill Langford, sir. And yours? Uh, uh, Jones. John Jones. Jones? Jones. Oh. Something the matter with the name Jones? No. No, is there? No. One uh, meets so many Jones these days. Does one? Yes, one does. Oh. It's uh, just that you weren't very certain of it. I see that you've just come back from Russia. Oh, how did you know that? The labels on your suitcase. I've done some extensive traveling myself. Well, you're very discerning, Mr. Jones. I'm a collector of curios. A hobby, you know. I've picked up quite a few interesting things in Russia. Really? Oh, then I have something that would probably interest you that I got there. Oh? It's a gift for a friend of mine. It was an ancient Cossack money wallet, which has now been converted to a cigarette case. Oh, very interesting. Have you got it on you? Yes, of course. It's wrapped up. But uh, I can unwrap it. It's in my pocket. Uh, here it is. Oh, say, that's very interesting. Uh, may I examine it? Oh, yes, of course you may. <laughs> Tremendous thing to carry about. The uh, money must have gone in here, in the back flap. Yes, uh, yes, it did. Hmm. Sort of uh, combination wallet and cigarette case. Well, except if you ever put money in there, you'd have a devil of a time fishing it out. Quite right, quite right. You know, it's an old Russian custom to put a cigarette in a new cigarette case before giving it to anyone. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Here, let me put one of mine in for you. Why, thank you. Yeah, there you are. A special brand of cigarette for a special case. You mustn't mind my hand. I'm particularly jumpy this evening. Nervous, you know. Here's your case, sir. Oh, thank you. I'll wrap it up again. Uh, my, my, it's getting cramped. A little stroll is what I need. Would you mind watching my suitcase for me? I'll be back in a few seconds. Well, certainly, Mr. Jones. These compartment trains with such narrow aisles really isn't a stroll at all. It's like pushing through a tunnel. Hmm. Peculiar fellow. Hello. Oh, Hello. poor Jill. Wait until I tell him his wife missed the train. Hello, Bill. Come on in, Diana. Oh, thanks. I got Mother comfortably settled finally. Where's Lydia Jo? Oh, missed the train. Unless she's in another compartment. And I'm not up to hunting for her. I don't blame you. Well, Diana, I see you know the man who shares my compartment with me, Mr. Jones. Do I? Uh, yes, you chatted with him in the hallway. I talked to the man in the next compartment. I... I thought I heard you talk to, uh, to Jones. No, that's the man in the next compartment. His name is Augustus Rakes. You know him. But, uh, didn't you pass a man coming through? No. That's impossible. Why? Because, uh, John Jones got up and left the compartment as you came in. I heard you talk to... Wait a minute. Let me go out and try and get him. <laughs> I'm not going crazy yet. Uh, Mr. Jones! Uh, Mr. Jones! Mr. Jones! Mr. Jones! I'm positive. Well, if you don't believe me. Don't get so excited, Bill. If you say he was here, he was here. I might have missed him coming through. But you couldn't have missed him. He left just as you came in. His suitcase is right over my... Well, well it was there. I knew it was there. I, I remember his putting it there. Maybe you saw the ghost. 
Oh, Bill, how unfair of you. You told me you'd hold him if you found him. Ghost, Diana, I swear... Don't mind, but it... Oh, Bill. <laughs> Lydia, <laughs> when did you get in the train? Oh, I almost missed it. It was too, too, too dreadful. Oh, that's me every time. Hello, Diana. Hello, Lydia. How are you? Congested. But then everybody's congested this year. It's fashionable. Bill, darling, it's been ghastly, just ghastly. I've searched every single compartment with the train looking for you. Uh, Lydia, did you, uh... Uh, pass a man on the hall as you came through? Hi, Mary. <laughs> I, I mean in uh, this car with a gray tweed suit and red tie, sort of an old-fashioned bowler hat. Mustache, very heavy mustache. No. And uh, he walked with a limp. Oh, well, honestly, Bill, I haven't passed anybody in this train in the last three cars. Everybody was sitting down. Oh, I did pass a lot of men way up a whole convention of them. No, he wouldn't have had time to walk up more than two cars by the time he... Diana, are you positive? Absolutely. If you don't believe me, ask somebody else. Uh, try Augustus Rakes, the next compartment. Hmm, I don't mind if I do. Uh, pardon me for a moment, will you? No, I haven't seen you in ages, Diana. Yes, it's been a very long time. Very long. Well, how would you like a season in London last Oh, it's all right. I don't go in much of the social world. Um, Mr. Rakes? Yes? I know you don't know me, but uh, I'm Bill Langford, a friend of Diana Winters. Oh. I'm just looking for the... Well, for the man who shares my compartment. He walked down the passageway a few minutes ago and seems to have disappeared. He uh, passed by your window. Nobody but two women have passed by. Uh, Diana Winters and another girl. I saw him walk towards your compartment. At least he, he turned in your direction. I wouldn't be sure, of course. I might have been looking in the other direction. But uh, I didn't see anybody. Huh. Oh, thanks. Um, do you know who's in the compartment next to you? No. No, I don't. Well, I might just as well ask them. Of course, of course, do. And if I can help you find your friend, call on me, won't you? Hmm. That's strange. I wonder... Oh, there's four people in this compartment. Uh, come in. I'm sorry, everybody, but a friend of mine has disappeared. Oh, disappeared? Did anybody see a man in a gray suit pass this way about ten minutes ago? Gray suit and red tie, bowler hat, mustache. No. No, I was looking out the window. I was sleeping. Well, not me. I was standing at the door and certainly have seen him. Standing at the door for the past ten minutes? Rather, all the time, right at the door. I, I did see two women pass. How about you, mister? Who, me? I didn't see nothing. What are you going to do about it? Well, I'm just curious. My name's Farrell. I'm a price fighter, mister. And if you got any difference of opinion with me, I'd be glad to discuss it with you in my way. Oh, no difference at all. Well, I guess I'd better forget the whole thing. Return to my compartment and, and relax. Uh, I think it's all goes down. How exciting. How should I know, but I wonder. He was so certain of it, Lydia. Strangest thing I've ever heard. Of course, everybody knows these dangling lines haunted. Well, at least that's what they say. Oh, hello, Bill. Find any trace of your ghost? No. No trace at all. No. He's disappeared from the face of the earth. That is, if he were here at all. Oh, come, come. You don't believe that story about ghosts I told you. Maybe. Only if John Jones was a ghost, he was the strangest ghost I ever met. And somehow I... I just don't believe
well, Bill, if John Jones was on this train, he'll come back. Nothing to get so excited about. Nothing to get excited about. The bloke vanishes in front of my eyes, and I'm supposed to be calm? Oh, ghosts are such fun, Bill. And not that I've ever known one in the play, but we had a ghost party last year at the Cross Tickets, please. Tickets. Uh, let me see. Mrs. Jelf in this compartment, and a... Mr. Langford. I'm Mrs. Jelf. Here you are. I'm Miss Winters. I'm in compartment three down the line. My mother has my ticket. Mm-hmm. Quite so, madam. And uh, about you, Mr. Langford. Oh, here you are, conductor. Uh, have you got a list of reservations in this car? The East Anglian line has a policy of always reserving all seats in advance. Good. Have you got that list with you? Naturally. How many people were supposed to be traveling in uh, this compartment? Two. Mrs. Peter Jelf and a Mr. Langford, I believe. That's what I just said. Mm-hmm. How about Mr. Jones? <laughs> no, no Mr. Jones. There's been only one Mr. Jones on this line. He died in this compartment ten years ago, and he's been a ghost ever since. Well, I tell you, a very flesh and blood John Jones was sitting with me earlier this evening. Yes, I even got a cigarette he gave me. It's a special brand. Got it here in my cigarette case. What? In what cigarette case? Uh, right in here, conductor. <laughs> no, this is really a present I bought for your husband, Lydia. Oh. Yes, a Russian curio. Tremendous thing. I showed it to Jones, and he uh, put a cigarette in it. Oh, how cute. Let's see. Here you are. Oh, there is a cigarette in here. Uh, want to see, Diana? Mm, I'd love to. What does this prove, Bill? Well, I don't smoke, and... Uh... Mr. Jones gave it to me. Hmm. Well, you've either seen a cigarette-smoking ghost, mister, or perhaps you need a long rest. Tickets, please. Tickets. Uh, Tickets. I'm not crazy. Maybe Russia was there for you. I knew of a person who lived in Russia once who killed his mother-in-law two years later. <laughs> May I have my cigarette case back, Lydia? Oh, sorry, Bill. Uh, through looking at it, darling? Oh, no, sure. I, uh, I wonder how Mother's getting along. I'd better go back and see her. Oh, I've got Nicola with you. I want to drop back to the smoking compartment. Perhaps, uh, Mr. Jones is back there. Good place for a cigarette-smoking ghost. Oh, don't be fooling me behind. Hello, Augustus Riggs. Still standing in the corridor? I get restless sitting down, Diana. Oh, well, I want you to meet a friend of mine, Augustus Riggs. This is Lydia Jelf. How do you do? Hello. I'll uh, see you folks later. I'm going to take a quick look at the smoking compartment. What for, Mr. Langford? Well, believe it or not, for a ghost. And <laughs> I'm not kidding. Maybe the ghost is real, and I'm kidding myself. Who knows? Uh, this is the smoking compartment, uh, I guess. Uh, beg pardon, but, uh, may I get by? Oh, sure, conductor. Wait till I take a deep breath. Mm. Where are you going? To the smoking compartment. Any objections? No, none that I can think of at any rate. I wish I had a little cooperation. You don't need cooperation, sir. You need a long rest. Yes, I'll see you later, Mr. Langford. I can't wait. Well, if this isn't the strangest setup. I'm positive I saw Jones and, and not a ghost. Hmm. Well, I don't know. The last possible place it could be would be the... Hmm. It must be this door. Jones! Jones! Uh, Jones! I... My name's not Jones. You know that, Langford. I... They... They... Help me, Langford. I... I know who you are. Uh, Mr. John Dwellinghouse. The money. The money. It's safe. I saw you stick it in my wallet when you put the cigarette in there. How did you expect to get it back? I was going to borrow my cigarette back. Hmm? The minute I saw they were on the train, I knew it was dangerous to carry it with me. Here, let me help you. Get out of here. The lights have what gone out. That? Why, are you Take off, stick your hands on the Now, for you, Mr. John Jones, Dwerry House, 
You're going to be a real ghost if you don't start talking. Where is that money? likes to exercise on trains, Lydia. I wouldn't worry about no, her. No, I don't like the way people keep disappearing. Your mother and Bill and, and there's that girl. Well, if you're so worried about Bill, we'll send the conductor to the smoking compartment for him. I am worried about him. He's not well. That's odd. Oh, stop it, Lydia. Wait till I press the button for the conductor. Bill always was a little, well, uh, shall we say unsound at times. Hello, Lydia Joe. Right. Farrell, how nice to see you. Uh, Farrell, meet Diana Winters. Uh, Farrell's a prize fighter, Diana, and a most exciting one. Uh, have you seen Bill? How do you do? Hello, good looking. Oh, dear, you look just the way Jeff looks every time he looks at Diana. Oh, Lydia. Uh, what are you doing in this train, Farrell? I didn't expect to see you. If you don't ask questions, Mrs. Jelf, you don't get no lies. <laughs> Silver words were never spoken. Were they, Diana? I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, ladies, did you call for me? Yes, Conductor. I'm worried about Mr. Langford. He went to the smoking compartment a half hour ago and he hasn't returned. Uh, perhaps he's disappeared. Too. Langford's disappeared so soon? Oh, yes. Oh, you know him, don't you, Farrell? Maybe I do and maybe I don't. And Lydia, stop stargazing out that open window. Uh, I'm, I'm not stargazing. Fuck out that window. <gasps> it's an upside down it's face. The ghost. This is the ghost smiling at us from outside. Look, connector. Mrs. Jeff, now you just stay seated here in Mrs. Winter's compartment. I saw the ghost conductor. Uh, maybe you did and maybe you didn't. Hey, what's going on in here, Diana? Oh, come in, Augustus. Lydia claims she saw a ghost, a face suspended outside the window. Nonsense. There are no ghosts, Mrs. Oh, Jeff. I saw him. I saw him. Now, come along, gentlemen. Langford has disappeared now. Follow me. They say he last said he was going into smoking compartment. Uh, come in, gentlemen. Oh, uh, Langford. Look, Conductor. Huh? My word. Well, Mrs. Winters, she... she's dead. Dead as a dormouse. And Langford isn't anywhere around. Langford probably killed her and then skipped off the train. Don't you agree, Mr. Rakes? What... what makes you say that, Farrell? The window's open. Yes, the window is open. Well, come on, Conductor. Give me a hand with Mrs. Winters. We've got to break the bad news to Diana sooner or later. Yes, yes, quite right, Mr. Riggs, quite right. I'll, uh, I'll help you carry her. Imagine anybody bumping off a nice old lady. Well, whoever did it used a nice long knife in her back. Maybe the ghosts. Ghosts don't kill people. They just scare them. Uh, come on, Mr. Riggs. We'll, we'll better carry her back. Why in the world would anyone want to kill Mom? Rakes, did you? Did I... What, Diana? What do we do about Langford, Conductor? Well, we send out a warrant for his arrest as soon as the train stops. I, I don't know why he did it, but we'll find out. If I ever see him again, I'll punch his face in. Look, Bill Langford climbing down from the top of the car into the window. All right, all of you. Keep your hands raised while I get in this window. Oh. Now, it's no use, Langford. We know you killed Mrs. Winters. Keep them up, Conductor. Keep them up. And you, Ricks, don't pull any funny business. Farrell, watch him. Sure, boss. Boss? Sure. I worked for Bill Langford. I've worked for Bill for eight years, ever since he picked me up in America when I was a bum. But what? 
You murderers. Murderers. Stand still, all of you. Let me go. Don't try to escape, Ruth. I'm a strong guy. Do I have to prove it? Well, both of you have spent rather a long time in jail for this, Mr. Lambert. No, I won't, Conductor. Augustus Rakes might, but I won't. You dirty swine! Let me go! What are you talking about? You too, Diane. That wasn't John Jones in my compartment, as you both know. It was John Dwerryhorst, director of the East Anglian Line, traveling incognito. He was carrying 75,000 pounds on him tonight. What makes you so wise, Langford? Because I saw him slip the roll into my cigarette case. He walked into your compartment by accident, Rakes, to get away from me. You as bookkeeper of the East Anglian Line were the only one who knew he had taken the money. Very clever. Yes, yeah, so you held him up. And when you discovered he wasn't carrying the money on him, you knocked him on. Oh, I would have known Dwyer House if I'd seen him, Mr. Langford. In fact, anybody on the entire line would have known him. He disappeared before you collected tickets. He didn't need a ticket or a reservation. He owns this company. And you, Diane, you're Rake's girl. That fast trick of yours didn't fool me for a minute. You threw the suitcase out of the window. Your mother saw Rake's carry Dwerry House into the smoking compartment. Rake's killed her because he couldn't take a chance. Rake's, did you? Of course I did. I wasn't going to let an old hag spoil my game. Oh, you double-crossing swine. Then Rake's hid John Jones or John Dwerry House in the smoker until he could get rid of him. So what? Yeah, when I went into the smoking compartment looking for the old boy, you followed me, planted a fast one in my jaw, then carried Mrs. Winters in, hoping to frame me for a murder. Finally, you dragged Dwerry House up on the top of the car, planning to get rid of him all along the way. You can't prove a word of it, Langford. You can't prove a word of it. Who can't? Dwerry House's body slipped over the edge, caught in a prong, scared the living daylights out of Lydia. Oh. Yes, that was the upside-down face you saw at the window. Oh, awful. It wasn't a ghost. No, it was no ghost. That's a good story, Langford. But you can't make it stick. Oh, can't I? When you hit me, you took my cigarette case with the 75,000 pounds in it. Look him over, Farrell. Don't put your hands on me. Shall I knock him out, boss? Yes, you had better. Here's the cigarette case, boss. Good work, Farrell. Yes, the 75,000 pounds is inside. Uh, but, but, but how did you ever know Rex was guilty? When he hit me a while back, I played the possum. Made him think I was knocked unconscious. And I followed him through the window of the train and saw him. I waited till he returned to spill the story. All very simple. Uh, Mr. Langford, one question, please. How did you happen to be on the train? The board of directors sent for me. They suspected Dwerryhorst was juggling their books and wanted me to investigate the line. Dwerryhorst did juggle the books. He stole 75,000 pounds, pocketed it, and tried to disappear. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he had steamship tickets, all set to go to America. Oh, and I thought he was a ghost. Well, he is now, Lydia. Body is lying in a ditch a few miles back. And the train is stopping. Well, folks, here we are. Labor up! Labor up! Labor up! To conclude my report, the train pulled to a stop at Claybury Station. Augustus Rakes was arrested for first degree murder. The 75,000 pounds in question was returned as per instructions. Diana Winters was taken into custody. She had been responsible for the entire plan. It was she who had engineered the entire plot, having access to Dwerry House's private documents as his secretary. This closes my report to the acting chairman of the East Anglian Railroad. Respectfully submitted by your agent, William Langford. From the time-worn pages of the past, we have brought to you the story, The 415 Express. Bellkeeper, toll the bell. <laughs>